What's up, Ditch the Job listeners? Mark DeBerry, the podcast and virtual summit launch coach here. And when it comes to ditching your job, one of the things that people are intimidated about is the fact that when you ditch a job, you are leaving that community of coworkers. Now, for some people, this is not a problem at all. For other people, though, uh, that can feel like a sense of community. And some people, they do feel a sense of loneliness when they do ditch their jobs. This is especially true for people who uh, maybe they're solo agers. So that's why in this episode, we're going to talk about how to combat the whole loneliness aspect of ditching the job and how do we build and maintain a solid social network of people uh, so we're not lonely. So the guest who joins us for this episode, she is the recipient of the Influencers in Aging designation by PBS's Next Avenue. Our guest is also an author, certified retirement coach, and professional speaker on retirement and aging. She is the author of Essential Retirement Planning for Solo Agers. Our guest who joins us for this episode of Ditch the Job is none other than Sarah Zeff Geber. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. I'm happy to be here. Sarah, I'm so happy to have you on Ditch the Job. And loneliness is not really a topic we've talked about on Ditch the Job, but it's definitely going to be one that relates to a lot of people. So I'm wondering if you could share with us uh, when it comes to ditching our jobs, and I feel like we throw in a lot of solo agers here as well because a lot of it relates, how do we avoid that loneliness factor that comes with leaving that job or uh, just the whole life aging? Yeah, uh, you, you actually said it, Mark. It's all about community. And when we do go to work every day, uh, we have a community. Sometimes we don't always like those other people in the community, or we don't like all of them anyway, but it is a community. And when you leave a job, you leave that community. And in a way, it's almost like being shunned or excommunicated from your community. So if you are, for instance, going out on your own, to start consulting or to do to start a business from your home, it's going to be a challenge to replace that community. And there are ways you can do it, but it's important first to understand that you will need to to replace that community in order to not experience a sense of isolation and loneliness after you leave that job. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I feel like community is going to be the key word here because uh, you do have to find out where that community is for you. Uh, the challenge, though, is, you know, like being lonely, especially work from home, because I feel like a lot of people, they want that lifestyle because they want to be with their family, but they don't think of, oh, like that cold community outside of my family, friends and people like that. So how do we find the, a community for us to insert ourselves in? Uh, when we don't have another option at the moment? Well, it can be done in a number of different ways. And usually it happens through other groups of people. It can happen as simply as through a group of people that live in your neighborhood, or it could be a group of people that you know through a book group or that you know at the gym. Um, I have a, um, a very good friend who... I met when she moved into our neighborhood a few years ago, and she didn't know anybody. But one of the things that she did was she took her dog down to the dog park in our um, kind of a few blocks away. And she started getting to know all the people in the dog park. And that actually, <coughs> excuse me, became 
her new community. And those folks not only get together at the dog park every day, sometimes twice a day with their dogs, but they go to movies together, they have potlucks, they have just formed their own little community and it works for her. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a whole variety of ways you can find your community. It can be like a mastermind or it can just be like dog walks. There's a whole variety of ways to find that sense of community and that sense of belonging. Uh, one yeah. of the only issues I see, though, is that some people who they diss their job, they're feeling lonely, etc. Some people will rush to join a community instead of the community that is actually right for them. So how can we find the community that's right for us instead of just rushing into a community that, you know, just to be surrounded by other people, but they're not the right ones for us? You know, that's a good point. And it's just a matter of trial and error. When you think about what are you interested in? What are some of the things you like to do? What are some of the challenges you enjoy? Um, what are the, some of the commitments you've made in your life? What, what are you passionate about? Find communities, that, of communities of people that also center their lives around those same passions. Maybe it's woodworking. Maybe it's uh, needlepoint. Um, <laughs> maybe it's um, uh, dancing. It just could be so many different things. And one of the things that I suggest to people if they're struggling to find a community is to think about a uh, religious-based organization. These days, churches are very different than it was when I was growing up. And um, a lot of churches are very, uh, uh, churches are still dogmatic with regard to their religion in some ways, but many churches are not. Um, where, uh, near where I live in California, there are many chapters of uh, the um, Centers for Spiritual Living. And people who have not been into a church in 30, 40, 50 years find a home there. And these religious communities can be most beneficial for developing community. They're, they're really churches and synagogues and mosques have really always been about that. They've always been as much about the um, communal aspect um, as they have been about the, uh, the religious aspect. And there are, are uh, lots of ways to get involved in those kinds of communities. So faith-based communities are just another option. I mean, I feel like there's just a variety of different options. It's just a matter of finding the one that works for you. As Sarah mentioned, trial and error is definitely really great. Um, but for ditching the job, a lot of people, they prepare just with their financials. They prepare the thing you hear very often, like have uh, six months of expenses covered before you ditch your job, or you have the side hustle for a while and you realize, hey, this thing can make it full time for me. So people prep for their financials, but... Uh, do you think it's also important for them to prepare for uh, the adjustment of no longer having the coworkers? And if that preparation, like if you view that as important, like how do we prepare for that stage of our lives before ditching the job? Very much in the same way. Start looking around for those other kinds of communities that you think you might be happy in. Um, <clears throat> depending on how long you've lived in your area. You probably know some of your neighbors. Um, you may know that there's a walking group that goes out every day. 
uh, you may or a running group or um, a group that uh, that goes to the gym regularly together uh, working out and keeping ourselves in shape can be a great way to make friends and and find people with like uh, who are like-minded um, the same is true for meetup groups if you have never explored meetup.com you enter uh, the things that you're interested in and um, your zip code and you're kind of offered up a variety of different meetups people that actually don't meet just online they meet in the flesh um, once a week or once a month and that's yet another way of finding like-minded people yeah and I like the meetup.com suggestion I feel like a lot of people especially a lot of people listening to business uh, context podcasts may think of meetup as the business standpoint, like let's make connections, let's maybe organize a meetup like my own event and use meetup to get people there. But meetup is a place where you can find running groups, you can find like poetry groups, you can find all these different groups of people who have these same interests as you. So that can help uh, with the community area as well. So uh, Meetup definitely being a really great resource. Uh, do you think there's any extra preparation that has to go to people who are aging versus maybe like your typical millennial who is just starting on this path? Well, one of the big differences, I think, for people in their 50s or 60s versus people in their uh, 20s or 30s is um, they may or may not have a partner. They may or may not have kids. And for people in their 50s and 60s, generally their kids are, if they have kids, they're launched already. And they're off on their own. They're doing something different. Um, and uh, you may or may not have a partner. So these things take on even more um, uh, criticality when you don't have people at home with you for the, uh, the times when you're not holed up in your office doing your work. So um, preparation, I think, is, is good. Um, before you leave your job, you can start exploring these different communities. Another uh, avenue for people, for professionals, is that there it seems like there's a professional organization or association for just about every career you could imagine. And I know before I left the, the comfort and security of my nine to five, five job, I got very active in my professional society. At the time I was doing organizational development and team building and um, it's really organizational behavior kind of profession. And I knew I was going to go out on my own and become a consultant. So I joined my professional societies and, and, continued to be very active in them. In fact, I, um, I was an officer in the organization and it, it really was a whole new community for me. Some people were consultants, other people still worked inside. Um, I got some additional work that way through colleagues that I met. Uh, so it's yet another way to belong to a community when you're leaving the nine to five work world. And you make a really great point where some of the uh, people who are a bit older listening, you know, uh, some people, their kids maybe are, are in college, they've graduated, or they have a job or uh, they have a business. And uh, no matter who you are, you got to find something to do um, in, in your work, outside of your work. And uh, Sarah brings up a lot of really great points on different ways to find communities and really set yourself up. So 
when you have leave all the coworkers and you ditch your job, you still have a community you can go to and call home. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really important. Um, loneliness and isolation is just cuts across all age groups, um, all income brackets, all different societies. It can happen to anyone and sometimes it's quite insidious. It can happen um, slowly or it can just slam you against the wall all at once and you realize you're all alone doing this work or all alone trying to find a job and you need to get out and, and find a community. Because not only is it just good to be with people from time to time, not always necessarily, but, um, but we're social creatures and we need each other. And a community can be very, very supportive of you no matter what you're endeavoring to do. Yep, definitely. I mean, community, very important. Uh, Meetup.com, great resource. A lot of great resources out there. It's just a matter of you finding your own community. Sarah, for people who are wondering how they can join your community, where are some good places we can find you uh, to continue following your work and journey? Well, for those people out there who are what I call solo agers, meaning you're 50 plus and uh, you uh, don't have children, uh, and or you're aging alone for other reasons, you can find my book, Essential Retirement Planning for Solo Agers. You can really find my book pretty much anywhere online and in some bookstores as well. Of course, through Amazon or Barnes & Noble or almost any of the other online booksellers. And you can find me at sarahzefgeber.com. Well, we'll definitely include all those links in the show notes for everyone who wants to buy Sarah's book or go to her website. But once again, thank you so much for coming on Ditch the Job. It was such a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks, Mark. It was fun to be here.